Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. Wait. Hey, we're back in the Ohioan with uh, our movie reviewer, Bob Garver. Um, we were just talking about the snow. We're recording this Monday morning in New York City, and we're making it. We're surviving uh, the big snowstorm uh, so far of 2021. But Bob's here to talk about movies. And One moment, please. Um, excuse me, please. All right. No worries. Live streaming, it happens this way sometimes. Well, let, let's talk a little bit. Um, Bob's on today um, to talk about the Denzel Washington movie, Little Things. And he's going to be talking about that. And we're going to be uh, sharing a little bit of HBO Max today as Bob joins us each week to talk about movies. And, Bob, I was previewing our listeners for the little things. I intentionally have not looked at reviews that you have or other people have. I'm anxious. Uh, what did you think? Was it good? Well, this this is a detective movie, a crime movie, and it's there is going to be a twist at the end. So uh, it's it's advisable to not, uh, you know, go into spoilers too much. Uh, but right. what we do know is that, uh, the movie stars Denzel Washington and Rami Malek. Uh, okay. He's, he's a veteran cop. He's, uh, or, uh, yeah, Denzel's a veteran cop uh, who's uh, haunted by a serial killer from a few years ago. Um, Rami Malek is the hotshot young detective who uh, who's being haunted by a case at the moment. Uh, the movie's set in 1990 for some reason. Hmm, Okay. Now, obviously, we don't want to spoil the movie, but overall, did you like it, or what did you think about it? I, I didn't care for it. Uh, it's very much a very much a January movie, uh, regardless okay. of its uh, regardless of the pandemic. Uh, they managed to get three uh, Academy Award winning actors: uh, Denzel, Rami, and Jared Leto, uh, who plays the prime suspect in the uh, in the set of New Murders. Just wasn't entertaining, or what didn't you like about it? It took it took a long time to get going, and then uh, you know, very very standard uh, detective movie uh, until about the three fourths mark when okay. uh, when one of the characters makes a a really stupid decision that no professional detective. Okay, it's not uh, it's not Leto. He's he's makes a miscalculation too, but. Uh, but one of the detectives makes a really, really bad decision that no professional detective would ever make. Hmm. Okay. Who is a weak spot of the three in the movie? Was it Denzel or Romney, just in terms of acting overall? I mean, neither is a weak spot acting-wise. I mean, they both they both elevate the material. Oh, so the material just kind of drug the whole thing down. Yeah, the material okay. drug the whole thing down. 
Yeah, it's disappointing. I, I had high hopes for Denzel and Romney Malik. I think back to the Bohemian Rhapsody Queen movie uh, was up and coming. So and obviously, this doesn't destroy their careers, but he's, I had high hopes for this one. He's been Romney Malik. He's been great before. He'll be great again. Uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing him as the villain in the next James, James Bond movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's rumored. It's rumored that um, his character in that movie is Doctor No. Whoa. Okay. Um, they like with um, Christoph Waltz in the in uh, Spectre. Uh, I, I know they're calling him something else, but um, it's rumored that that's just a front for the the more familiar character. Okay, and obviously that movie is very much on hold. Um, you were talking last week about that might be the indication that we're off the pandemic. You know, when the uh, James Bond yes. movie comes back. Yes, out. that movie that movie will be the symbol that the that the pandemic is over because. Um, it was the first, I think, major thing to get canceled hmm, when the pandemic okay. started. Or not canceled, but postponed when when the pandemic started was its release date got pushed from April to November, then November to the following April, and now from April to, I think, uh, October. I'm putting you a, a, a little bit on the spot here, but we're talking about Denzel. What Denzel movie sticks out the most to you? I don't know if you have a favorite one or one you think he did the best in overall his career. Oh, gosh, that is a tough one. Um, or even one that sticks out, maybe off, not your favorite. Off the top, off the top of my head, um, he was great in Fences. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, Very I, can't, good. I can't remember... remember specifically a movie I've seen him in that where I thought he was more extraordinary than he was in Fences. Okay. Very good. This wouldn't rank as his worst movies put out, you think? Or No, no. He's he's done worst movies. Okay. I can't... I, I, again, off the top of my head, I can't... I mean, he's never bad. Yeah. He's oh, never yeah. bad. I've, yeah. I've been... I've, I've never come out of a Denzel Washington movie saying... Oh, he's just phoning it in. Yeah. Oh, it, it's disappointing that they couldn't come up with a better storyline. You know, exactly. especially with three guys like that. Yeah. Um, very good. And, you know, it's interesting. You mentioned the January movies. Uh, talk a little bit more about that to our audience. Is it just that sometimes January movies are always the best? Well, January, it tends to be a time of year when, uh, you can't predict if people will be able to get out of their house uh, yeah. because it's going to be often snowing. Um, maybe people aren't going to be, if people can't get out of their house, then they can't travel. They can't go to the movies. Um, plus, it's in the aftermath of the holiday season. Um, any movie that, that comes out in January has just missed the holidays. Well, I kind of wonder, too, January is a big time for football, you know, with the playoffs and everything. Oh, like, sure, I'm yeah, that's a factor, too. Yeah, I'm always wondering, especially when you look at Super Bowl weekend, that's probably not a great movie to debut new movies, I would imagine. Well, Super Bowl weekend, that's usually February, isn't it? But the, yeah, the, same, principle, the same principle applies, January okay. through through early February. Okay, very good. Uh, you mentioned also about HBO Max, and I thought that was interesting. Yes. Yes, because uh, – the... go ahead. Oh, well, I'm just going to say, I'm assuming you're talking about the recent deal to show more first-run movies directly on HBO Max. Uh, was that what had you thinking? 
Well, I mean, it'll certainly get the movies to a bigger audience. Um, mm -hmm. You know, not everybody has the option of going to the movies right now for one reason or another. Um, but at the same reason, but at the same time, it's obviously going to hurt the box office of movies that are right. going to theaters because people with that option can just choose to watch the movies at home instead of going to the theater. Um, yeah. Somewhat regrettably, I did that with this film. I don't know if it would have been better in a theater. It probably wouldn't have been, but I would have at least liked to support uh, yeah. the local theater. But then again, it didn't work out for my schedule to go to the theater. So, I mean, that's instead of not being able to, to see it and review it at all. Yeah, you did what you needed to do. I, I, I could definitely understand that. Well, and I wonder, too, I, I think it's partly because of the pandemic. I mean, you know, theaters can't do what they normally were able to do. So I'm wondering if this is kind of like the movies industry's answer to it, to say, hey, we still want to get some of that money. Because like you're seeing a lot more stuff being available on YouTube right away. You know, you have to pay for it. But it, it seems like this first-run streaming is a, a big deal where you never seen it to be a big deal before. I wonder if that will continue after the pandemic ends or not. It'll be interesting to see. Well, definitely definitely in the short term after the pandemic is over, simply because uh, certain deals have been made right. to go straight to streaming. But once it's no longer necessary to make those deals, I'm hoping that we can go back to releasing movies to, to theaters regularly. I think it'd be interesting because especially in streaming, content is king, and everyone's trying to get the latest and best content. And it's interesting, like Netflix, I would think would be the number one carrier of content, but then HBO Max struck a big blow by saying, "Hey, we got first run movies." I wonder how Netflix is going to respond to that. You think Netflix might try to make a deal for some first run movies, just in a content war, if nothing else? Oh, definitely. Well, they already have, you know, some some movies that. Um... That went straight yeah, to Netflix. Right. That, but yeah, I mean, they're I'm, they're already very much a part of the Oscar race. But I'm, I'm even thinking more of you know really ramping it up where you say, "Hey, this movie was intended for the theaters, but if we pay enough money, maybe we could show it first run." Uh, you're right. Netflix does do a great job of doing first run movies, but I wonder if Netflix is really going to up their chain to respond to HBO Max to say, "Hey, how could we get one of these movies on Netflix first? You know. I'm sure they'll be able to uh, to keep up because right now they're in the driver's seat as, as far as this portion of the industry. But you're right. It, it's sad, though, for the movie theaters. Uh, do you think – is it going to be hard for theaters to continue to survive? I know there's been a lot of questions because, you know, they can't have many people back in the theaters. I mean, do you see theaters surviving this? It's going to be a struggle, but at the same time – But at the same time, they have to make money that way, if that makes sense. Right, right. Well, I think there's going to be – I read some more talking about comedy, you know, saying, hey, once the pandemic's over, people want to go out and see live comedy. And like you said, there's something about going to the theaters, seeing that movie on the big screen. You don't get the same feeling if you're looking at your iPhone or even your 40-inch TV or whatever size your TV is in your house. I'm wondering if that fervor will come back to say – Yay, the pandemic's over. I want to see that big screen movie. Like James Bond, the new movie that we're talking about. That's going to look a hundred times better on the big screen than on your TV at home, I'd imagine. Yes. Yes, I I would not want to watch that movie on my TV. That will only be that will that 
if I have to watch that on TV, I will be very disappointed in both, you know, the people who were in charge of making the pandemic go away, in charge of uh, right. the decision whether to whether to release it in theaters, I think it would be a compromise that should not be made. Well, and I think that's the thing I'm hopeful for when it comes to live music, live theater, um, these movies in the theater screens. Hopefully we miss the fact that we can go watch this live. You know, I, I'm, I'm hoping that's what drives us back whenever this pandemic ends. Well, once the pandemic ends, I will be jumping at every opportunity I can to uh, get into uh, live comedy at Caroline's. Yeah. Um, live live wrestling. I'm a big uh, wrestling fan. Uh, okay. Broadway shows. I'm I'm very unhappy that Mean Girls had to close. I was really looking forward to seeing that one. Um, that that uh, much like the James Bond movie uh, was, you know that. Once that reopened, that was kind of a symbol of, of the pandemic being over. And now that it's not going to be reopening, it feels like like it's never going to end. You, we're here at the Ohio, and you, we have cities where we have a lot of theater, but you're in New York City. Nothing, obviously, like New York City with the theater and the other entertainment. What's it like in New York City just with the pandemic? It's got to be a little bit sad not to see a lot of these entertainment options that have defined New York City for so many years, just not being around right now. I work in Times Square, and it's a ghost town. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. We, we, you know, all the stores are struggling to say nothing of the, the restaurants and the types of businesses that rely on crowds. Right. Well, you think a lot of travelers, you know, people want to go to New York City to, you know, to have fun or, or to see something or everything else. It, it's got to be tough. So, yeah, support your local theaters. Try to support them now. And especially whenever the pandemic ends, I'm, I think we're at least uh, still a few months away at least. But, hey, get ready to support them. They need your business because, you know, it's going to be a different time if we don't have some of these around like we used to. So I agree. Anything else in, in movies this week that kind of struck your fancy in terms of news you heard or anything? Not really. Um, I know there was that business with AMC stock shooting up for some yeah, reason. Right. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't really follow why, uh, but I'm glad it did. I'm, yeah. I'm glad that AMC can, can thrive. Um, well, I, even if it is temporary. Yeah, there's some stock shenanigans where people were looking at some businesses that have traditionally struggled. Like AMC is having a tough time with the pandemic. Uh, you think about GameStop. You know, people like playing video games, but you don't have to go to a store to buy a video game. You can just go online to buy it. And um, it's caused some temporary things. I'm not sure the long term impact on AMC, but. You know, hey, if it helps AMC, you know, go with it. Yeah, but if it if it makes a difference between them surviving and and not, it can only be a good thing, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I, I think that story's not done yet. It'll be interesting to see. Um, kind of skirted some laws, not AMC, but the people who are buying and selling that stock. So, be yeah. interested to see how the government responds to that. So, should be good. All right, what's the movie we're looking at next week, Bob? Um. Well, in print, I'll probably uh, just uh, finally get around to promising young woman or fatal. Um, maybe, maybe soul. Maybe I'll get to oh, uh, see soul okay. because uh, next week uh, I'll be coming to you from my parents' house in Pennsylvania. 
Nice. And okay. uh, my mom's a my mom is a big Disney fan. My mom and I both are. So oh, yeah. that will probably be our opportunity to get around to see Soul. Definitely. I, I'm interested to hear it. Um, I think I watched that on New Year's Eve, and I fell asleep halfway through. And my wife kind of got on me because my eight-year-old was watching. She said, it's not for eight-year-olds. I'm like, oh, well, we'll figure out. It's so, yeah. not for eight-year-olds? Um, some of the, I wouldn't say content, just some of the themes. You know, okay. I talked a lot about the afterlife and everything. I mean, there's nothing inappropriate, like, you know, there's no language or anything else like that. It was just more of, do you want your eight-year-old to be asking a ton of questions about the afterlife right now? You know, okay. and, and, but but heard lots of good things. I'm anxious to hear what you think about that next week. So, fantastic. Well, thanks again, Bob. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for sharing about uh, the Denzel movie. I, I, I love hearing your takes on the industry and what's life like in New York City. New York City is one of my favorite places to go, and I'm always curious to see what happened. And obviously, it's a tough time right now with the virus going around and everything, and love hearing your interaction with that. So looking forward to seeing you at your parents' house in Pennsylvania. Maybe your mom could talk about Soul too. It would be fun. That would be that would be interesting. <laughs> I'm sure there's a story behind that. That's fantastic. All right. Well, thanks, Bob. I appreciate your time. You have a wonderful Take day. Take care. Thank you for having me.